The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's time to transform your life. Welcome to Direct Connect Empowerment with your host, Fee Mazanki. Our program will explore the concepts and ideas behind Direct Connect Coaching by introducing guests who are using or are aligned with this program and have used the ideas to transform their lives. It is our sincere hope that you can use this inspiration to do the same. Now, here is Fee Mazanke. A wonderful Tuesday to all of you, and thank you so much for listening. The boomerang effect is how we begin each show We highlight ideas and experiences that validate the simple concept of the boomerang effect, which is what you put out in life is what you get in return. And today's boomerang effect actually has to do with connections and specifically business to business or B2B connections. It seems to be kind of a buzz phrase in the world today. And we are in a world where we can all benefit from the idea that business can be cooperative and mutually beneficial as opposed to the concept that it used to be, which was competitive and having a divide and conquer mentality. So I want you to start the day and the interview today off with opening your hearts and minds to the possibility of what exists in the world for you to connect another person in a business setting. The boomerang effects truth is that the connection will actually benefit you in some way. So I always ask people or encourage people to not believe me, but simply see it in action, see what can be the effect for you. And today, I'm just going to share a quick little note before we get into our interview. I did such a thing. Uh, David Fisher of Rockstar Consulting, he was a guest on our show over the summer, has a great new book coming out next week. It's entitled Networking in the 21st Century, Why Your Network Sucks and What to Do About It. Now, I've had the pleasure of coaching David, and he offered me uh, the ability to read an advanced copy for him, and it contains some really wonderful tips about tightening up your network and how to really make your network work for you. So I encourage everybody to look online and purchase it. Now, I connected David with Max Exposure President Joe Grushkin. You see, Joe's company does a terrific job of managing your social media for you if you need help. And uh, for very busy entrepreneurs like me, That's vital because um, as you read about in David's book, social media is essential in making your network not suck. (laughs) So the connection was made uh, because I know that they both have an aligned vision about social media, how it can benefit so many people and how it can mutually benefit one another. Thus, the boomerang effect is in motion to support others in a business sense. Now, are you ready to feel the beat today? So let me introduce you to my very special guest, Jeremy, brother James, Reesing. 
Now, let me just share with you about what Jeremy has to say about his life. It's been in me since I was born, and once I was introduced to Michael Jackson, heard my first Pearl Jam CD, and sang Born on Blondes, it was over. What's funny is how I've come to truly appreciate the role music plays in my life, and I don't just mean music, I mean performing. I love to perform in front of people and share that special energy of being connected through the vibe, through the lyrics, the beats, and the melody. I left music behind for almost 10 years of my life to pursue traditional business success. I was successful yet unfulfilled. So I left the business goals behind to pursue music. Again, unfulfilled because I was broke. So I decided to tap into both, and that's when my world changed. I found a way to use each to support each other through planning and finding my true passion. I want to travel the world as a musician, speeding a conscious, real, and positive message. I want to share my time with people who want to flat out let go and enjoy themselves. I hear ya. So my passion of traveling the world as a well-known, respected musician fuels my passion to work so I can afford to put all the pieces in place to do so. It's a beautiful thing to know what you're working to support your passion, and it will literally strengthen your work more than any generic business skill set. Passion is truly the key. I have to pinch myself because I'm on an extraordinary journey. Now, Jeremy shares this quote from James Dean Dream like you'll live forever and live like you'll die tomorrow, which I'm sure is exactly uh, how he wants to live his life. But what I want to share with you is, here's what I have to say about Jeremy. Jeremy is gifted in both business and in music, and he has a message that reaches and resonates in your soul, and it resonates truth. And I was sharing with my husband and daughter this morning one of Jeremy's songs that we're going to play for you today. And I have to tell you, for a 17-year-old high school senior who was going into finals, it definitely got her toes tapping early in the morning. Uh, We were dancing, we were singing, and she had the greatest compliment for Jeremy's song that I, I played for her, and that was that the tune was going to be stuck in her head all day long. So it has a very uplifting and positive message, which is what I, why I asked Jeremy to be on the show with us today so that you could all sample and feel the energy and feel the upliftment of his music because I think it's really special. So welcome to the show, Jeremy. We're so happy that you're with us today. Thank you so much, and thank you for such an amazing, amazing introduction. Oh, you're welcome. You deserve it, for sure. Um, Now, you had said in your intro, Jeremy, that you had an instant connection to music. Tell me about the feeling that you got when you really realized that passion that you had for music. Well, when I was young, it was just just a feeling of, I really enjoy this. Just a feeling of loving to be around my dad and his kind of his energy when he was listening to music, especially Michael Jackson. He was a big Beatles fan. So I think very early on, 
I realized that I was connected to the music, especially when I started pulling out pots and pans and like beating on pots and pans as drums and pulling my family out to in the in like a, a patio area and making sure all the whole family was there so I could sing foreign ambulance <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, you know, to, to I didn't really realize how important treating music as my number one, as my passion was until I was 28, 29 years old. Wow. Wow. I took it for granted for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people uh, do that. In fact, uh, my son had um, invited a friend of his over for the weekend and she was staying with us. And, you know, I asked her what type of genre music uh, she liked. And she said she had a very eclectic taste in music because her parents played such a wide variety of music but she said I never knew what I was going to get in the morning when I woke up and my parents would be blasting music and and there's just such a really vital role that music plays for people so I'm so glad that you found that as your pa- as your number one passion definitely Absolutely. yeah now, um, when would you say you got the idea to use this passion, this music, as a way to inspire people? Oh, wow. It's a great, great question. Thank you. I think I got the first hint of it back in, I think, the, the, the first time I ever even thought about the my music, which you know, cre- creating music and writing songs is such a brand new thing for me. My whole life, I've been a percussionist and a drummer and uh, more of an entertainment guy or just, or a drummer. So I never really was a big songwriter, never really contributed to the bands that I was in. And so the, just giving some backstory on why it took so long to realize that I wanted to have a positive message. It was really the first time I ever started writing songs was 2008 with my brother kind of as an, almost like an accident. We all, like him and I thought that it'd be a great idea to record a short album and hand that out as Christmas gifts that year. And as we started getting into it, we're like, man, this is pretty good. And we basically, just him and I, who were both drummers, he had played a little bit of guitar. I'd, we taught ourselves the recording system. We taught ourselves, I taught myself how to play bass. It was just this crazy, like, unbelievable experience which I treasure as the thing that really led me to where I am right now at this time and I remember sitting there in one specific song called Fade Away on the album and I wrote, a, I wrote the lyrics that were uh, escape now create your own state you're the one with the power to dictate your own fate persist to exist now make a list of the egos in our life we must dismiss because it's a battle in the mind to know that we are divine that we're the masterminds in this day-to-day grind. And as I was writing that, I was like, wow, this is totally going to make people feel good, and I hope that they don't question stuff too much, but it was like, that was the first taste of it. So 2008, figuring it all out. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad that you took the chance and decided to put the lyrics down and record the album with your brother because uh, and, and not just take a back seat and say, hey, I'm... Uh, you know, quote unquote, just a percussionist, because um, I, I really do feel like what you have here is truth at, in its in its most raw form for people, and that is an example. What the you know the uh, 
the lyrics that you just shared gave me goosebumps as you wrapped them a little bit there because um, it is it, it just it just resonates deep within me. I know again, which is why I wanted to have you on the show so that you could share that with others so that they could be inspired too at the deepest level within themselves. So that's really fun. I'm I'm glad you did that. And and you know on that note, see it's it's something that really does resonate in me, and and some of the and a lot of my lyrics are things that are are words myself to remind myself of what's what's real. Because I think we live in the we live in a world where the, the stuff in my song, the, the the lyrics in the songs are really just almost a little bit of a blueprint of how I've come to be a more fulfilled person. And the goal is that, that that's just, that everyone gets to feel that way and start to take steps towards becoming fulfilled. And I think that uh, for, a long, for a long, long time, uh, I, I didn't know what was happening inside of me. I really didn't know why I didn't feel certain feelings. And even, even now I'll have days where I'm, where I'm feeling a certain way. And it's funny because I can turn on one of my songs and be like, oh, yeah, that's the process that I need to go through in order to feel this energy of just being part of the journey. So the, you know, there's little tidbits and secrets of how I truly feel about life in, those, in the songs. And again, it goes back to there's there's such a connectedness with music within people. And of course, when, you know, everybody has off days, I do, you do, we all have off days of where we, we just don't feel that connection. But music does definitely have a way to bring you into that connection and the depth and the level of what it is that you're addressing in your music and in your lyrics and how you do it in such an uplifting way really is what can inspire that and spark that passion back. So, um, you know, that's why I, I really believe in what it is that you're doing and want to encourage you. And those feelings, the kind of those feelings of not feeling fulfilled are actually kind of the the inspiration that's knocking on the door for you that and and for anyone out there any of our listeners that are out there those unfulfilled feelings are a gift within you to say look inward to find it and that's what i get excited about for you jeremy is that you know there was this business opportunity where you put music on hold then there was the music opportunity um when you you know when you put that the the music the business on hold and then you decided to combine the two and feel that upliftment and fulfillment and so um, it's just really really exciting and we're going to talk about you know the business and and how you successfully combine your your passions of in the business so that you can drive your music career and drive your mission to get the music out but what I want to do. We've got three songs here of Jeremy's that I want to sample for all of you today so that you can hear them, you can experience them, you can feel them as we go through the interview. 
And so the first song that I want to debut, uh, well, not debut, but that I want to feature for us here is called Dreamer. And so if we can cue up Dreamer, Michael, and uh, and let's we're gonna t- we're gonna we're gonna go into the song Dreamer, and then we're gonna take a break so that you guys can be dreamers while we're on commercial break, and then we'll come right back. together and fight the good fight for the first time i'm in love with nothing left to prove and i hope that i can help you feel the same way too well i'll pick you up when you are down you gave me love when i was lost now i'm found i'm a dreamer a believer in love i know it's true and i know that i can work it out and give my love to you when the mouth fell down, I'll get up if you would love me too. Let's dream of a life together and make it all come true. Dreamer, a believer in love. 
We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fee Mazanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fee Mazanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back. We are uh, joined live today by Jeremy Riesig, and, and we just listened to the first song, Dreamer. And Jeremy, before we go into the next question, I just want to ask you a little bit about what you were thinking, what's kind of the story behind Dreamer? The story behind Dreamer is love and two people coming together in the very beginning. Well, the first, I can just break the whole song down. Really, the, the first verse is about two people coming together who come together with coming out of bad relationships, and they're, they're kind of like searching for some sort of a connection and also something to help lift them up. And as they come together they still have baggage from these past relationships that hold them back. And uh, so that's the first verse is just recognizing that and being able to put those, you know, trying to say, hey, the past doesn't equal the future. This is a new, a new person, a new experience. I don't need to, to hold on to some of these fears and some of these anxieties that happened with this person because those things aren't present in this relationship. And then the chorus, dreamer, believer, and love, I know it's true. I know that I can work it out, give my love to you. I might fall down, but I'll get up if you would love me too. It's, that's just about being in a relationship, I think, with anyone, whether it's, uh, it's about being in a relationship with this person that I was in a relationship with at the time. It's a relationship with your family and friends that sometimes we, we don't get along and then we do get along and sometimes uh, that, that hard time of hard conversations we pick each other up by pushing through, and then just life in general. Um, I'm a dreamer, a believer, and love I know it's true. I really believe in, you know, love and just in loving other people and seeing the best in other people and seeing the best in situations. 
And I would also say that the 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 second verse is specifically about myself and this this female. I mean, I can go into such a depth. There's so much meaning in the song. It's really about me and uh, a woman named Kelly who I was with for two and a half years and our journey to to be in love and some of the things that we were dreaming about. Wonderful. And I couldn't agree with you more about connecting and love and um, really just you know, being here to share love. I know you and I talked about that or, or wrote back and forth about that as is part of an important mission that you feel um, aligned with as I feel too. And you certainly are doing that through your music. Let's just talk for a minute about how you, your business drive and how you um, came to the point, Jeremy, of, you know, success, success in business and then, really bridging the gap between, you know, business and music to kind of help fuel the success together. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, I started in in an amazing business when I was 20 years old called Cutco Cutlery, Cutco Knives and Vector Marketing. And that was really the seeds for everything that I'm doing now uh, is just the community and the environment, the people that I was around really helped me to, you know, just to believe, I think that you're, you know, you look at a lot of studies, your proximity to people is so important in your life. You know, take the five people that you spend the most time with, how happy they are, their, uh, their energy level, their fitness, their money, everything, you know, their relationships. And you tend to kind of bring yourself to an average of the people you're around. And I was fortunate enough early on to get into a community of people that really gave me a mindset of, of thinking big, thinking bigger. And so uh, I had a sales career, I guess you would call it, doing Cutco Knives. And that led all the way up until 2009 when I decided that I was, and I had left the business a couple times and gone to network marketing and learned about residual income, repeat income, getting paid multiple times on a single effort and not trading your time for money. And that, actually that concept has been in my head since 2003 when I was recruited out of Vector Marketing. And so I have a, a track record of nine, 10 years of just business of really focusing on how to make the most money, how to, how to find the right product. I don't know that I'm going through this at the time, but I'm going through this evolution. And now I look back, it's so easy to see what's happening. I'm, I'm not putting all my eggs in one basket. I'm not staying with Vector. Vector's an amazing vehicle. I'm dipping my toe in the waters in different places and seeing how I like the products, how I like the compensation plan, what do, what do clients think, what's the customer service, you know, what's my purpose, all these things. And as I go through my life from starting in Vector in 2000, 2001, by 2009, I've been in two multi-level marketing companies, built decent-sized businesses but not really happy at all, not really finding any sort of purpose behind, like, well, why am I making this, this money? Like, and I never was making that much money. I was working all the time, not making that much money. And in 2009, I just decided, I was like, I'm so sick of thinking that I'm going to make enough money to then do what I want to do. I'm just going to do what I want to do right now. And what I journal about, what I find is that I, I want to play music. And 2009 is right after that time with my brother in 2008 uh, recording that album, Organics album. And I remember looking at the computer in the middle of December of 2008 and going, I would do this for free. (laughs) And uh, 
so bridging the gap was having having some education on what I needed to do. And as I went into playing music, I was still staged to direct compensation sales rep for about a year. And then as the band got busier and we started to tour regionally and then nationally, I started to realize that the formula I'd used for the last 10 years of making phone calls at 7 to 9 at night and going out and doing appointments, working on weekends, doing certain things, saw a lot of flexibility. But that schedule was no longer going to exist and be profitable if I was on the road all the time. And right at that time, Vector Marketing and Cutco was introducing the kind of the second run at the Realtor program. This is 2010, 2011. And based on the hours of operation, I saw how it could fit into my travel schedule as a musician. I knew I would take a pay cut initially, but if I had really maximized my time in a one to two year period of time, I could build back end income based on the model of the business. Basically getting paid multiple times, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, ten, twelve, twenty times on one one effort, one single effort, or multiple efforts to come to a um, a closing of the transaction and then that person becomes a client and they become a reorder client and a long term client, a gold group client. And so I started to see how the business, I was like, holy crap. And at the same time as I'm doing this, the band comes to an end, comes falling down where I played percussion and hand percussion and rapped. I was like, I really want to be a musician. Like, I really want to be a musician. And not only do I want to be a musician, I want to be the front man. Because the whole time I'm in the band, the front guy is doing an amazing job. He's super, super awesome and great voice and just a great guy. And But at the same time, I'm thinking, I want to be the guy talking to the crowd. I want to be the guy writing the songs. I want to be the guy, like, connecting and, like, really having a great time and having this adventure. And so as Function was the band I was in, Function with a K, came to an end, the end of 2012, I was like, game on. I'm going to teach myself how to sing. I'm going to teach myself how to play a whole bunch of random instruments. I'm probably going to end up being a looper, which is a one-man band who does everything on their own. And I don't really know how to play very much guitar at this point. I don't know how to play keyboards at all. I don't even know the notes really on a keyboard. Certainly not uh, educated on loopers or mixers or anything like that, midis and all these different technologies now that I'm aware of. And I realized that if I put a ton of effort, and this is where I'll, I'll... kind of put a little tidbit in here. There's a great book called The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. The One Thing by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan. And in that book, they talk about lining up your dominoes. And I knew from being in a band that the number one domino was taking money out of the equation for me. And so one of the things I, now that I had great timing, a great product and a great vehicle to take advantage of that. And so I started to look at how I could fund all of the equipment I would need to buy, all the trademarks that I knew I would need four years down the road, all the things that I knew would need to be in place that I did with the band. I started chipping away and putting all these things in place by making money with my business. I don't, the only time thing I spend my money on is my body, uh, my food, and my passion. And you'll see me out you know, going out and uh, hanging out with friends and partying and doing that type of thing every once in a while. 
but it's it's not a consistent thing at all. My money really goes towards keeping my body at the highest position of our energy and then being able to fund my passion. So all my money has gone back into this passion over the last two and a half years, and they've been two huge years. And the good thing they were big because it was very expensive to get this thing going as a solo musician, buying all the equipment, taking equipment back. Uh, but I knew that the business would be better if I was if I if I was taking the business and using it as a vehicle versus versus what I the how do I say this the the business stopped defining who I was. In the past, I was a sales guy. I was a business guy, and that was the definition of who Jeremy was. And as I got into music, I realized there was this whole other animal that lived inside of me. And when I started seeing that the business could fuel the animal, that's when I started to read the books. Because I never was that great of a business guy, see, until the end of 2012, 2013. I knew that I had to improve myself in order to build a business in a short period of time. So I've read 50 books, been to multiple Tony Robbins conferences, Vector, all Keller Williams training, all these things. In order to build the business, I knew I needed to be educated. And so the only reason I would even go through that pain of educating myself on this business thing was because I knew it was fueling something that like just lived in my heart to want to have um, a voice and a chance. And so now the business is actually completely leveraged and is in the hands of someone else. And I'm set free after a two and a half, a two year plan of now all I get to do is focus on the music and the content and how to make the biggest difference. So they've one fueled one while the other financed the other and now has set me free. If I would have done them in reverse, in any way, if I would have done them differently, I'd be in a much different place. So it was really seeing the two things, how they connected to one another, and then seeing the path, where the outcome was. What was I really going after? Not just like six months, but a year, two years, three years, five, ten years, seeing the future and realizing that if I could knock over this one domino, it would open up a whole field. So it had to be the number one focus. It had to be the one thing every day. And I had to become the person that could uh, not just attract it, but continue to grow it. So that was a long answer, but I hope that it was okay and gave you a lot of insight. Well, it definitely, a couple things before we moved into the next song, Grateful, um, but a couple things that really stand out from that story. Thank you for sharing is that you really just got clear and you made a decision. And in each step along the way, you got really clear and you made a decision. And so I like to simplify life like that and encourage our listeners that obviously you can hear the passion in Jeremy's voice and know that, he, as he says, it's, his passion has been set free. But he really got clear and he made a decision. And that's, that's where it all begins. And so good for you. You are and so we- right. And the number yeah. of times I've had to reconnect to that to keep myself going yeah. with, my, with my dream boards, with my affirmations. I'm so glad you brought that point up with the little pieces of paper in my wallet, all the little triggers that I've set up in my life to remind me of what that passion is so that it doesn't get put 
in the back seat and then in the trunk and then in the spare tire area. Like, it's got to be a passenger in the game with you. Definitely. And we are going to feature next what I'm sure this passion has led to uh, for you, which is being grateful and such an important part of creating and manifesting the life that you want. And so uh, let's now feature grateful. There came a time in my life when I knew I had to try And open up my eyes, it seemed so simple to me Why such a struggle to be? My own insecurities are creeping up on me No more time in today, the sun is fading away And I'm left feeling cray-cray I need to make a change It's time to rearrange Late night in bed I lay Why does it seem so strange to Concentrate On what's great And sustain this feeling Give it meaning It is healing With one simple question What am I great? I think about the little things What am I grateful for? So many simple things Woke up with a stretch and a yawn So tired and I know I have to mow this lawn I gotta call my mom I gotta go to the studio a couple hours out And then make this song Could be worse if I was fighting a war Dying from a disease with no real cure Homeless on the streets so cold and poor And I'm here complaining about all these chores What am I so grateful for? Gotta write it down so then it makes some sense About having a job and paying some rent Food on the table, respect for all my ladies and gents Speaking in languages, taking it in Surfing ways in the sun Shining, catching a tan, clean clothes on my back, and a couple of rats, my family, and Kit Kats. How about that? What am I grateful for? I think about the little things. What am I grateful for? So many simple things. What am I grateful for? The little things What am I grateful for? So many simple things What am I so grateful for? 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 What am I grateful for? I think about the little things. What am I grateful for? So many simple things. What am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? 
the little things What am I grateful for? So many simple things Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you want to directly impact your business results, improve the quality of your life, learn to empower yourself, or move through roadblocks to create more success for yourself? If so, directly connect with Fima Zanke at Direct Connect Coaching. Fee is an expert in the field of coaching with over 14 years of experience. Go to www.directconnectcoaching.com to learn more about Fee's empowering programs. Fee works with individuals and delivers keynote messages that are inspiring and uplifting. Experience what Fee has to offer at directconnectcoaching.com. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. You are tuned in to Direct Connect Empowerment. To reach Fima Zanke or her guest on the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to Direct Connect Empowerment. And welcome back. I am with my guest, Jeremy, Brother James Riesig. And that was Grateful, the second song that we have to feature today. And it's probably very apparent, Jeremy, as to why you wrote Grateful. Give us a little, just some short tidbits on what you were feeling then. Uh, when, I wrote, when I wrote Grateful, the first thing that I was feeling was trying to tell the story in the first verse of why, you know, it was just so hard for me to get a little journal and write the things I was grateful about. Uh, and once I started doing that, that it just, it really gave me a lot of, power and pride and gratitude for so many things because every night now I just write down three, five, ten things that I'm grateful for in my life. And it was just, you know, it was such a struggle to be grateful, which was, you know, mind-boggling to me. Well, we're not wired that way. You know, we're not wired in a way to say, hey, let's focus on being grateful. We're wired on focusing on some of the things that are not going right in our lives. I mean, that's, that's how society, um, you know, why news is so newsworthy is because of that. So it's an important transition for people to focus on gratitude. Now, do we, do you think that we, as a society, are we, is there, and maybe this is going too deep, but is there something that from the beginning that we're, 
trained to to have those the sensitivity to the other stuff and not be not gratitude, or is it something that is just in us as human beings? Uh, I here's my opinion on it, and it's probably again really deep, but I feel like um, the mind tends to want to separate while we're here on earth and our mind or our thoughts want to offer points of separation to justify the separation. And it is our opportunity to bring back the connection to one another, the connection to oneness, the connection to that divine love that exists within us. And so that that's really what I believe we're here for. And I know that gets really deep and very uh, hard to wrap your mind around, which is true. But what I have found, Jeremy, which is a great question to ask, but what I have found in my 15 years of coaching clients is when I can move people away from what fears are coming up and rather than resisting fear, but but we present and look at what fears may be arising within a human being and let them move through it. And the process of moving through is a process of forgiveness and it's a deep level of forgiveness. Then it opens them up to their natural place or uh, their natural existence, which is love. And so therefore they get, all these results when, without even talking about, you know, business or without talking about what's going on. But we're really just honest about what their feelings are and where their fears arise. So that's my belief. Yeah, well, locating what our fears are, as Tony would say, seeing, seeing it as it is, you know, really seeing what you're afraid of. And I think that at some point in time, you know, for me, I guess I was afraid of, what would happen if I started to adapt these habits? Like, you know, it's so funny because you can, you can listen to a whole bunch of audios and a lot of the audios will be like, like Tony will have this deep conversation with, uh, I can't remember who it is on personal power. He has a segment at the end where he's got all these different guys, Deepak and, uh, um, Stephen Covey. And one of the guys is, he says, it's one of the richest men in the world. And when Tony asks him what the secret is, the guy says, gratitude. And it's yeah. so funny because it's something that is, you really do have to train yourself to be grateful and to see things in a way where you're like, oh, I'm just so grateful for that. That's so cool. Even though it's something that so easily could pass us by. Right, right. Very true. Tell me a little bit about where you look to find the inspiration for your songs, for your lyrics and the beats and all of that. The beats, the beats come the most natural, just because I'm a drummer and I've had rhythm inside of me forever. I love to clap my hands, dance, move around, and I just have that in me. And so the beats come pretty natural, and I use a certain type of beat in a lot of my music, which is called four on the floor, which is a constant do, 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 do. Um, you won't hear it in the last song, but the first two songs, one of the things that they shared is they shared a similar type of beat in certain parts of the songs that is like the human heartbeat. So because of the lyrics and what I'm really going after is to make people feel good, I know that the closer you can get that rhythm to the heartbeat, the the more that it will connect. So if the song is appropriate as I'm writing it, I'll decide to use a beat at a certain tempo, a certain speed. And then baseline-wise, I usually just write it on my acoustic guitar. I write almost all, I write all my songs on the acoustic guitar. 
And I get the inspiration of really from the guitar point perspective, the inspiration might be like a little melody on the guitar, not a melody, but a chord progression on the guitar that I'm like, oh, that sounds so cool. I should sing a melody over that. So oddly enough, the thing I come up with the most in my music uh, is I come up with choruses. So I can just like sit down with a guitar, you give me a subject, and I can come up with a melody and some words that would support the subject that might be the main topic. And so the inspiration then comes from like, I'm feeling a certain way, a certain emotion. I recognize something that's like a little secret or tidbit. I just grab my guitar. I know a couple progressions that I'm working on and I just start singing melodies. And then if I like that, I record that on my phone under voice memos. And then I listen to it over and over and over again until I realize like either I like it or don't like it. And then I move forward and start creating more to it. So it could be anything really. See, it could be, um, something I hear, something I see, something I feel, a little tidbit I want to share with people. Uh, And I also lately have wanted to write more songs that I'm consciously writing so that people in the crowd, when they listen to them or when they listen to them in their cars, think to themselves, oh, yeah, this is good. I feel good. I want people to feel good. So that's, you know, certain words that are phrased in certain ways to where as they're singing the songs, it's almost like they're singing themselves an affirmation or an incantation, but they don't really know it. <laughs> sure. And that's, that's kind of a method that, that really brings awareness, brings consciousness, brings inspiration through your music, which, again, I think uh, that um, people relate so much to the emotion of music. And one of the things that I wanted to quickly point out and the effect and impact of music, and, and I believe in this uh, to the core of my being, that music has an important place for healing. And I can tell you in my difficult experience that my mother is right now going through Alzheimer's disease. And several weeks ago, um, I was with her and I asked her what year it was. And she said 1932. And that's the year that she was born. They regress through their childhood and into early years through Alzheimer's. And so we have a music therapist as part of her routine and part of her uh, just connectedness and and something that I feel really strongly about is music therapy for her. And um, what was fascinating and moved me to tears was that my brother-in-law was sitting at the dining room table while the music therapist was singing. This was right before Christmas. She was singing Silent Night and my mother knew the lyrics and she sang along. And I, that, and my brother-in-law videotaped it and sent it to me on my phone. And I realized at that point, because I've been really kind of researching the healing powers of music, but I realized at that point how important it really is. And so I, I believe in music so much because it, it, it does have the power to heal and uplift. And in her case, she was able to remember, even though the day before she thought it was 1932, she remembered the lyrics to Silent Night. That's incredible. That makes me feel really good that I play music. <laughs> yes. And so, the, really that, yes. And so, you, you know, I remember from high school or college, I, can, I tell my children, I say, 
this song reminds me of high school or this is what we sang in college or, you know, it's always about the music. It's not, I don't remember the process of gluconeogenesis from biochemistry in college, but I do remember the songs that we were singing in college, you know? So that's, I, that's the impact and the effect of some music, and certainly it is the impact and effect of yours. And um, we're we're coming to a conclusion here, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna wrap on your final song, "Evolve." And so, um, before we do that, I want to just if you can just mention really quick where people can get a hold of your music. Um, please do so. Great. Yeah, you can absolutely. It'd be my pleasure to have you go to www.brotherjames.com. It's B-R-O-T-H-A, james.com, www.brotherjames.com. You can find me all over the social media world, whether it's Facebook or Instagram or Twitter, Google+, all that stuff. And uh, I'd love for you to reach out to me with anything, whether it's just a great job on the show today um, I love to connect with anyone who's on this in this network, and I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, to be a guest on this show. This is super cool. Well, thank you, Jeremy, for your energy, your great vibe today. Um, as always, to our men and women who graciously serve to protect our country, may you feel the gratitude from the citizens of this country, and may you forever be protected as you serve. And to our loyal listeners, it is with a grateful heart that I say thank you for logging in. Thank you for passing this very important message of love empowerment to the world. Jeremy, you are amazing. Thank you so much. And we are going to wrap the show with Evolve. Here you go. Well, as I write this rhyme, I begin to see the sign. This is a story to myself, a message to remind me of who I'm meant to be. I'm planted like a little seed and growing like an oak tree where the roots are running deep. I hear my destiny roaring to get free. I am a creature of creation and it's who I'm meant to be. The vision I be seeing will become reality if I could keep up my momentum and believing in my dream. Well, every morning I be waking up to battle down. I try to be the best that I can be. I wake up, stand up, I'm gonna jump up and down I sing myself this tune because I know it'll set me free Well, come on! The time has come, no longer judge Spread the love to one another I'll Be as one, have some fun Support your sisters and your brothers Well, in this thing, look within Well, ask yourself what can be given Time, energy, your money The more you give, the more you live in If you really pay attention, you can see him demonstrating How to grow up, how to evolve How to take the past mistakes, apply to present problems and solve With this I've been changing my gaze and letting him raise I'm taking a hard look at me and changing my ways No longer wanna live my life, I fight in the haze I say goodbye to my addictions and vibrations are raised But every morning I be giving thanks to my life Every day I know it is that I gotta strive I wanna be the change that I be seeing in the world Wanna sing this tune to every boy and every girl Well, come on The time has come, no longer judge Spread the love to one another I'll be as one, have some fun Support your sisters and your brothers But let this be, look within 
joining us this week on Direct Connect Empowerment. Fima Zanke will be back with another guest next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll see you then.